0: hi welcome to experience points we wanted to let you know that a few changes are coming in the next few months into the next year you may already notice that we have a new logo and banner thanks to the amazing punder drone we're so excited about it and we love it we will also be doing some one shots for the rest of the year while we prepare for the new season in 2021 as always we ask that you leave a review and share us with your friends that's the best way to help us grow, and we're so grateful to those of you who do. We know that every podcast and livestream asks for this. It's still so greatly appreciated. Anyway, please enjoy the episode, and stay tuned after for more announcements.
1: Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network. Hello. Uh, how's everyone doing? <laughs> uh, no doing great yeah Shallun.
2: good vibing
1: vibing uh vibing thanks for joining us today thank you for being patient we uh have a new overlay uh as i promised uh, i was trying to make things uh uh better spaced better worked out and uh i think i've been successful uh let us know if not but um yes uh Thank you for joining us uh, with experience points today my name is kenny my pronouns are he they and this is a uh, a new beginning we are uh starting our uh, session zero for a new arc um, this will be using starfinder uh, but i'm going to be doing a homebrew campaign uh, so that means i'll be Taking some small liberties with rules and storytelling and things like that. Um, but yeah, so uh, without further ado, uh, let's uh, meet the fabulous cast. And we'll start with Mackenzie. Hello.
2: Hello, um, my name is Mackenzie. My pronouns are she, her. Should I wait to say who I'm playing, or so while we get into it, or? Yeah,
1: yeah. Let's uh, let's let's just introduce ourselves, and then we can okay. go around and discuss who our characters are, what they're. And
2: that's me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just Mackenzie. She, her, and nobody else. <laughs>
1: uh, thanks, Mackenzie. Hello, Vivian. Hey, uh,
3: I'm Vivian. Uh, my pronouns are she, her. And I can't wait to get started on talking about our characters.
1: Nice. Thanks. And hello, Mikey. Hello. My name is Michael
4: and my pronouns are she, they. And I am also very excited to play these characters.
1: Fantastic. Uh, and I, I know uh, I, I called you Mikey because we're very familiar with each other. Is that okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Calric, hello.
0: Hello, I am Kelric, my pronouns are he, him, and I cannot wait to dive into these new characters and this story. This is, I'm so excited for what Kenny has built.
1: Yeah, uh, and and still building. I, I might still be writing. There, there's a lot to write. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what, what does Undo then to try to make it up to, to try to bridge that gap of honor with honor, I guess. I
3: like the idea. uh, I like the idea where I've kind of sworn a level of servitude to Harper. And, you know, I will take care of things that I am able to based on what the Harper wishes.
0: I'm like, wait, okay. So your mentor kind of owns Jocelyn and transferred that to you. So you sort of own Jocelyn and now you have. Not ownership. No ownership. No no, no, no ownership. I mean, like. Debt wise. Debt wise. And now. Owning of the debt. Got a debt that now. A life debt to Harper. (laughs) Over you. And so Harper is now captain of the ship. (laughs) <laughs> i'm just trying to follow the trail here <laughs>
3: well it the on suggests that the jocelyn remains captain did, or at yeah. least pilot
0: yeah who knows if that's both in this ship It's awesome
1: and abra and harper have a sort of a pseudo kinship
0: yeah
1: mm-hmm. cool
0: all right, this was a
1: good one. I, I didn't yeah, mean to, to cool. uh, run over your ideas, <laughs> Vivian. I was just no, trying to no, no, kind no. of shape her help. All right. Uh,
3: Again, you you still are the narrator of this story, so <laughs> we can give good suggestions and you can go, I like that, and then shape it as you will.
1: Uh, as long as it works for you, too. I, I don't want to override anything that you are I, like, this is how it is.
3: I don't think that you have made any bad ideas yet.
1: Awesome, Mackenzie. Uh, let's see here. We're going back to this idea of hearts, 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 hearts. <laughs> no hearts yet. <laughs> I, I don't know what's
2: going That's on. What say heart. <laughs> Just pick a random heart card. <laughs> pick until you pick a heart card.
1: Actually, I it. That's actually funny because uh, I, I will discard that one. But the next one was actually a heart. Oh, okay. This is emotional bonds. And I think this is, again, after you all have formed your initial contacts and you have been adventuring for maybe a little while. Another character was there at your side during your lowest point. What happened to make you feel that way? And how did they reassure you that things would be okay? (laughs) I I I like these
3: ones that make us think.
2: I think I know the lowest point only because it kind of ties into what I had um, written for like my just overall pepper sto- pepper sister's backstory i think that their mom recently died i think that the pe- pepper matriarch recently died okay like i think it's a like not like like i mean how like we have a figure how long have we been a crew
1: yes so i can hear my cat oh you're
2: fine
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh we we love all pets at experience points,
2: but yeah, I think that depends on how like long ago she died. Because I don't like, I don't think it happened like last week. But I, I just want to figure out how to gauge how much time it has been. I guess because so, I could see re- for me, recent could mean like under five years. if That makes sense.
0: Yeah, and I feel like you know, four to five years is a good time. Like one year per level. Yeah, is roughly what we've got. I think that makes a lot of sense if, yeah, if everyone I, else agrees. I think
2: that maybe she died like two or three years ago, and so that. Um, I don't know. It's I just think that I think that Joss likes Harper a lot, um, and so I just think that because Harper's just sweet and small, um, and I just feel like I don't know that's someone I could see maybe being there for Jocelyn when her mom died because I feel like it. She tried not to say anything, and it was just like her energy was just off, and she was much quicker to anger than normal, and even though she's already quick to anger, and that. She like didn't want to open up about it, but like I feel like that was probably even the beginnings of her being like, "Oh, I probably care about these people because I want to tell them about my mom and I'm sad.
1: Nice. When your energy was off or you were feeling low, Harper, how did how, how did they react or what did they do to um, support uh, um, Jocelyn?
4: I think, because uh, I feel like Harper's probably uh, really good at reading people. Um, that she probably yeah, she's noticing something's something's out of sorts, something, and that she would just come and offer to just listen. Just mm. come maybe um, if she knows there's something like that. Jocelyn likes like maybe bring her some like hot tea or something, you know. And it'd be like like is there something you just want to like talk about or. You know, just kind of offer you know to be comforting.
1: Yeah. Perfect. Um, and yeah. our our tea of choice on on experience points is uh, Nabari Space Chamomile.
2: Yes. <laughs> and look she at the, puts the She puts a dash of vodka in it.
1: It's
2: <laughs> like, this needs to be harder. Um, yeah. I also think that like, yeah. I feel like, and you know, maybe, she got into it a bit with Harper. Not to the same extent with everybody else, but I think she has, like, a complicated relationship with her mom, being, like, the one who's named after her and being just the eldest for all intents and purposes. And so I think that she, like, considered not going to the funeral and then maybe eventually asked, like, everyone to go with her. And I feel like that was probably the beginning oh, of her, yeah. like, open. And, like, the thing about having two and a half years ago, like it took her a years to be like, I will be, I will be this open with you.
0: Like, um, does that mean we think have it, met I think she all. has
2: high walls.
0: The, the clones Absolutely. Oh. So they were all at the I, I'm going to yeah.
1: wait, I'm going to say oh. that one was missing. And you'll have to decide one which was one missing. was was not there.
0: <gasps> oh
2: no. Oh, that's it's this not going to be Joe cuz I love Joe. <laughs> so she was there.
1: I'm sorry. I have to make your family a but, little messy. <laughs> they are
2: messy. Yeah. No, they're they're they're, they're messy. But I think it took like, yeah, like two and a half, three years for that wall to come down for her to be like, yes, please come to my family's funeral with me. (laughs) And I don't think there was a lot of people there. I think there was just the Jocelyn senior was a harsh, angry, crazy woman. I don't think she had a lot of friends and her only family was her clones. So she there was probably you probably were like there's like a bunch of chairs and like no one was there.
1: She cloned herself and split her personality into each clone, divided <laughs> yeah. by very specific rubric. Yeah. So. And then, like,
2: I think that there was like maybe like other really weird snooty douchey scientists that she worked with, <laughs> but like she didn't have a lot of loved ones other than her her daughters, if you will.
1: Nice. Um, so this this um, kind of uh, brought the question up, and Calvary, uh said uh, in chat, uh, "Harper is sweet." So, what is everyone's base demeanor? Like what, what, how do you like behave at neutral uh, and I'll start with Calric.
0: I keep it pretty mellow. Actually. I think, you know, I, I look at situations and analyze. I don't, I don't really jump right in and do anything crazy. I'm kind of like reserved looking back, making decisions and then taking action in general. I'm just kind of calm and reserved.
1: Okay. Uh, and how about for uh, Harper? Uh, Harper's probably
4: like the opposite of that. Um, she's very impulsive. She's, uh, she's tiny. That's what I was thinking. We're going to be very opposite of each other. She's like three and a half feet tall. <laughs> um, and she's probably like a bundle of energy. So like if she's standing somewhere, she's not standing still. Um,
0: Did we just turn into a rocket and Groot? <laughs> Did that just happen again? Because I'm like eight feet tall.
4: Well, <laughs> oh, I—I know when you're describing that, I realize. Oh, great! So we're we're together, and then you know, like the students together. But you're gonna be this huge, and I would be tiny.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh! Is but, on the person who doesn't understand sarcasm. They're <laughs> 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 like really, gr- they're really gruff. Like speaks. Uh, who or Gamora? <laughs> I just feel like John is the Peter Quill of this group.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, We thought we were being so original.
3: (laughs) I mean, there are archetypes. Original the team. Do not steal.
1: Yeah. How about um, what is their base personality?
3: They're very open. Uh, They love to talk and question they are much about philosophy and things of what happens when someone uh dies they could come off as morose but they view it as a celebrated cycle that that a a evil person will die and they will be reborn better or that a a good person will pass in their life and they will be given another chance to spread that joy once again
1: Cool. All right. Mackenzie, you've kind of described Jocelyn as a Han Solo-esque personality. Is that in total?
2: Yeah, I think that she might not be as, like, confrontational to, like, her allies as Han Solo (laughs) can tend to be. I think that she, she is sort of the, like, swaggering, like... You Know, like, kind of like biceps out with some like sexy grease on her arms, kind of like swaggering, charming Dude. mechanic. What'd you
3: say? Does, does she have a uh, a uh, uh, armed wire tattoo over one of her <laughs> biceps?
2: <laughs> she's a breast, like in bound. Um, I don't know. Uh, they like they're just kind of like she's, I think, she's just like chill, charming, sexy, determined, like kind of yeah but she's also very analytical and, and likes to get messy so I think that yeah so Hansel is the kind of touchstone I guess for that
1: nice nice uh all right so yeah I'm I'm glad to kind of get a, a good idea of, of base personality so that um you know when when tense things happen I can understand a bit about how that might change all right uh, I'm going to do one more pass with these bond building. Uh, I think we've done two each or three each at this point. All right. So this kind of fits in with the story as as we're already kind of crafting it. But uh, you and another character have both sworn revenge on the same person.
0: I want some sort of connection to Jocelyn, but nothing that's come up has really felt right. You know? Hmm. Do you um, want me to choose another card? Because I can do that.
2: I can see what my next thing is.
0: Yeah, if we could do something, if we could do something different, because I'd like something where, because I feel like I have lots of connections with everyone else, mm-hmm. but Jocelyn is very separated.
1: In what situation would you swear to protect Jocelyn?
0: Oh well, shit. <laughs> so, here's how <laughs> I view my job on this ship. And, and I think to help with this, who is the captain? Like, I know Jocelyn owns the I ship.
2: Jocelyn. I feel like she views herself as the captain because she owns it. But perfect. if it makes more sense for someone else to be a captain.
0: No, it's fine. It's just, uh, so coming onto this ship, I look at myself as bringing this structure to how the ship is run. So as we take on jobs and you negotiate payments or whatever. I'm the one who makes sure those come in and everything is allocated where it needs to go. So we have (laughs) shares. I feel
2: like yeah, if we work like in a theater, because I work in a theater, there's like the artistic director who's like, I get to to say what plays we do and I'm the face of the company. But then the general, (laughs) the, the managing director is like the person who makes sure the theater Actually, stays yes. afloat. Um, that feels like their relationship, maybe.
0: <laughs> yeah, I really well, like, like that.
3: Yeah, like, Abra, like, Abra's kind of like quartermaster here.
0: Exactly. And so I can see a situation where you negotiated payment and then I was there to help out. And it, it was just the two of us and it turned into a really bad, like, situation. And I needed to protect you. <laughs> well, we needed to protect each other, but I, I jumped in. And I feel like once again, you, you made a mistake and got us involved with cultists because that seems to be a theme for us.
1: I I will, uh, touch on this in, in, in just a, a few moments, but what about Jocelyn's personality or the way they reacted to this instance? Uh, why do you feel they needed your protection or need your protection?
0: I think... We both understand the mechanics of situations really well, and uh, I really respect how much you handle the emotional connection side to people. But I feel like you are completely ignorant of the mystical side of the universe. And as another element of science, it's really important. And so I think my magic is what really came into play to help us out.
2: I think, (laughs) I feel like I've thought of Jocelyn Senior as a bit of a, like, mad scientist in a way. And I think that she fully denies. Like, I think she's a magic denier. I think she does not think it is worth anything. I think that she does not believe in religion or magic. So, like, Jocelyn was raised with a very, like, analytical approach. I think that, yeah, anything to do with religion and magic, she is absolutely, completely lost on.
0: Yeah, and I feel like it was the magic that, I was able to do that was able to get us out of the situation and I just feel like okay if this is going to be a thing I need to be there because you are going to completely miss these important things that could wind up killing you and the rest of us
1: nice yeah and this was already kind of covered but how do how do you feel about uh, the oath of protection that uh Abra has sworn for you for Jocelyn
2: I think that Jocelyn. um, I mean, I think that like she considers them like a a friend, and so I think that in Jocelyn's brain, Jocelyn's like, I don't need it, but it's nice, even though she probably does need it. (laughs) Like, I think she's just like, you, yeah, you go ahead and protect me there, not wanting to admit that, Abra did save her ass probably multiple times. I think that she has too much pride to admit that she would need help. Um, uh, So I think, but I do think that it like makes her feel good that someone cares enough to do that
1: (laughs) nice uh all right so we're going to move on and uh this one is for harper you see great potential in another character and have sworn to help them reach it do they agree with you and what are you willing to do to accomplish this goal
4: so i actually think this would work for jocelyn So going into the whole, like, so Jocelyn has the swagger, it sounds like, and just I'm a tough, right, and tries to act like uh, she doesn't care. And I would think that Harper thinks that she's actually a very caring individual and and sees, like, a a lot of great potential in that, right? And so she's always trying to draw, maybe try to draw Jocelyn out, try to get Jocelyn to to connect more. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's why then she heard about, like, uh, the mother's death and was like, oh, we can all go with you to the funeral kind of thing. Okay, um, And show Jocelyn like, yeah, you can have friends, real friends kind of thing. Alright,
1: for um, An, we can feel free to uh, refuse this one or modify it how you would like, but you know that another character has feelings for you. How do you know, and do they know that you know?
3: I like the idea that they're not romantic feelings. This is definitely a level of scientific curiosity from harper uh because my background is actually death touched
1: mm.
3: oh. uh, the particular uh Shirin that is born under a particular sign uh in in my thing that i've wrote basically they uh they are born with uh black red and gray colors to their chitin and actually are not born with their uh little matey arms that makes uh on a very much a scientific curiosity more than anything else because you know you're so radically different you were born this way and the sheer take these children that are born like this as icons to the wheel and and that scientific curiosity that's that's feelings in fascination not necessarily because it's like maybe they can figure out uh, maybe harper can figure out or or thinks that they can figure out more about their own circumstance based on how on has been blessed
1: Okay, yeah. I think that makes a lot because of sense. Because they radiate
3: they radiate a, a certain level of of vitality that doesn't match with all living creatures.
1: Interesting. Okay. that that's uh so I, I love that you all have brought up cults and uh, this this concept in, uh, of the wheel and how on uh, An relates to it is really great as well. Um, and then th- you all, uh, in, in a way, um, have, have a shared background in biomodification, and, and so I think that's a great tie as well. So there, there's a lot of interesting interconnectedness that uh, I, I at first didn't see, but this is brilliant. This is really cool. It's kind of cool.
0: I love this uh, game that you've started us with because it really helps build on these ideas that we had t- talked to about earlier.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm going to uh, have Jocelyn do this one last one, and then I want to um, poke into this idea of you all uh constantly running into cults. <laughs> uh because that that just sounds uh, very interesting um and I can definitely weave that into uh this upcoming arc. All right, Jocelyn, for this last bond, you're going to have to think up something.
2: You're smiling a lot. I'm nervous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, because I'm interested. This is this is very interesting to me because this isn't something that would would come up naturally for um for your character, you and another character uh, bonded over a shared moment of terror. Ooh. What happened, and what about it was so terrifying, and how did that moment bring you together?
2: I, don't know, I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like I want to have this bond with with Abra, and I feel like I don't know. Yeah, I I don't think I think that like for something to like really scare her, I think it would have to be like a monster something that could kill her like some sort of mission where there was an attack something that takes away her like bodily autonomy because i think that she can handle like emotional distress and like she's probably dealing with her own like trauma in her brain on in her own way but i think that the, the like i think that what scares her is like feeling out of control of her body her bodily autonomy so being attacked in a way where like she loses the power like she likes having the power when she's fighting but the second things start looking bad like it's it's scary she's like I think that that's what scares her is 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 death I think she's scared to die I think that's Um, something
0: you and I have in common because I've also Abra is willing to go along with absolutely any mission that we are on until he has done the mental calculations to say this is a no-win situation. It's time to retreat, and figure another way. But staying here means death, and that's not going to work for us. No.
2: I just thought of something so freaking spooky. That's kind of a trope. Do it. Maybe. Go ahead. Like we we were like, you two stay on the ship. We're gonna go on this quick retrieval mission in this like me- like meteor that we were we told we were told was like completely abandoned, and it was just like some retrieval mission for some cool. Um, mechanical devices and I was like let's go do this it'll be quick it'll be fine and I think that as we re- got in there
3: I, I like that because the only reason why you two could have been sent is because they only had large enough uniforms to be sent as like a a uh, like an astronaut suit kind yeah. of situation so they only supplied two suits that could fit you and Abra nice
2: and I just feel like we were, I, I, one of those moments where we're in there, and we're like, weird that this place has no, like, beasts or anything. And then we're like, why is this floor so wet? What is? What are oh. these ridgings on the walls? What's going on? And then we realized <laughs> that the meteor was a, like, ancient creature and we almost got <laughs> swallowed.
0: Yeah. As I said in chat, I was, did we Scooby Shaggy this thing up a little bit? <laughs>
2: Yeah. So we just, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like some near-death experience with like a creature of some sort that like genuinely scared her. Cause even if she's like in battle, I think that like, she's like, yeah, whatever I'll take, I can come back up. I can, I can be patched up. But like something that could just immediately kill both of us, I think is terrifying.
0: Yeah. Like there now we were very lucky in this case because we're inside like this thing and these things are living it. And it ha- they happen to be weak to salt water of all things oh and
3: akata's so, sorry
0: no can <laughs> just threw up a picture of him
4: he threw i saw the picture that's horrifying is it
0: not ha huh.
3: yeah and akata's bite carries thousands of autonomous parasitic particles of genetic matter when it deals damage with its bite attack the target must succeed a uh, must succeed a fortitude save or be infected with these offspring which function as the void parasite's disease a creature inflicted with void uh, void parasites that dies rises in an uh, as an akata two d four hours later.
2: Yeah, sure, oh that's boy. for sure. That's that for is sure. not. Yeah. For, for I'm glad crazy... you guys are
4: dealing with that.
0: This sounds like something that Harper would be like. Can you bring me back some of that to sample?
4: That's true.
1: <laughs> what a novel way to reproduce.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Let me just get that out of you or whatever. Right.
0: <laughs> Hold still so does that sound okay or were you thinking something bigger
2: no that's fine i'm down
0: cool
4: it's like that's horrifying that works
3: (laughs) like y'all like y'all were having to deal with a small hive of it and and Uh you know somebody finally pointed out what it did and and just like i was doing where i was like oh and this and blah 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 and talking about it yeah, Harper's talking about it in like this very same in this very calm samey fashion and the, the existential horror is just getting to the both of you
0: yeah, I'm over the calms, just describing yeah. what it will do to you yeah we're <laughs> both in danger you two are just like oh that's fascinating maybe you should leave I don't know <laughs> they're you everywhere grab the sample before
2: you
4: come back
0: <laughs> anyway
2: you the sample that's up my ass Harper <laughs> <laughs>
0: However, you I probably have to get could extract it. <laughs>
2: I know, as we're like running.
0: Oh my gosh! If you got bit and then I had to carry you, that would be the ultimate Scooby Shaggy moment.
3: <laughs> would you do it for a Jocelyn snack?
0: <laughs> oh, that's a girlfriend, right? <laughs> a
2: Jocelyn snack, yeah. <laughs> A Jocelyn snack is like some whiskey and a pretty woman. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Perfect.
1: (laughs) All right.
2: The only thing that connects all the Pepper Sisters is they're all huge
1: lesbians. (laughs) (laughs) You all kind of uh, answered a a few questions I I came up with beforehand. You all kind of centered around the idea of um, constantly meeting up with or stealing uh, artifacts from uh, or being uh, chased by cults, who or what cult can you not thwart? Like who, what cult is just omnipresent and like the biggest thorn um, in your sides?
3: Question, Kenny. Mm-hmm. Before I make my suggestion, I, I want to ask... Um, how close to Golarion myth are we going, or are we discarding a lot of that?
1: Um, I'm using uh, some of it as touchstone. Otherwise, like we can make up whatever. If you want to use uh, uh, book lore, that's fine too. Well,
3: the thing about it is, is that this cult that constantly seems to be harassing us sounds almost like a cult of rovag okay uh the the god of uh destruction on like universal scale and i could see them wanting to basically create mindful undead to kill as much as possible for rovag to to be
1: reborn and come back in um and that's for pathfinder specifically
3: well Starfinder has it as well, but mm-hmm. he's considered a dead god ah, by okay. the time Starfinder's happening.
1: yeah um, if if you want to um, uh, uh, if yeah if if you have run into a a sect who believes that um, through their actions they will revivify uh, this this being. Uh, I think that would be pretty awesome.
3: It does not have to be Rovag in specific. You could have come up with uh, another god or or uh, demi-being that, that they worship. I just... I like the idea that the reason why that they keep harassing us is because, one, we have... Uh, basically their first real... Uh, successful experiment i i would consider harper being like a good quote-unquote successful experiment
4: or oh, where I they like did that. it deliberately to make me a braai
3: yeah that that your okay. your mentor had fashioned you and uh abra had fashioned harper and abra to be basically these these unwitting servants to this Being
0: oh, and it's perfect, haven't
4: gotten to Abra yet.
0: Well, it's perfect (laughs) because what it could be something where, since they were watching us when we were putting those uh personal mods in, they guided us to actually put in sort of a trap thing that would trigger to turn us into Barai.
4: Oh, so when we die, it would turn us into yeah, okay. How did we discover this though? When it happened to you, you you. died. Well, what I'm saying, though, is I I guess I'm trying to figure out how do we know it's him that he did this?
0: Because um, I think there's a mystical element. And I think Abra, with their techno magic abilities, would be able to sort of track that back. And it's kind of how you were able to be brought back enough because we were trying to save you. And able to track back to what, wh- where it was on you. And I was able to disable it on myself, which is why okay, I'm not, so then a you
4: don't guy. have to worry when you die.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's cool. I like that.
4: That'd be kind of interesting. Yeah. And that's that's really why we're cool. dealing with this cult then all the time, stupid cult
1: so um that is is a part of it and um in one of uh your responses kelrick you kind of came up with this idea that you were keeping this sentient black ooze artifact from joining i i really liked that story so like let's let's fold that in that sounds kind of interesting all right, so this is the, uh, the strangest thing you've encountered. Um, I asked you to kind of come up with. Um, and you wrote, I like the idea of a cult narrowing down which ship got away and caused them so many problems. So they're coming after any ship of our make and model and try to get even with us. Uh, to tie in the strangest idea uh, and the artifact recovery, I think we were sent out to collect an artifact and the artifact data was limited. But we would know it by a certain biosignature. Um, the uh, that Harper would be able to uh, determine. The artifact was this dark glob of putty that was spread out in a maze that we had to work our way through. We had to each carry two bulk worth of bio artifact in canisters so that it wouldn't come together into one large artifact. We still have no idea what this thing was for, but we do know that it was a uh, right skitter to collect. So I, I do like that idea. And I like the idea that you don't know what exactly it was for, uh, in, in the grand scheme of things.
0: But I do think we know that they have the, each of these canisters should not be allowed to join together.
3: So we're trying to find places that they can't find and, and, st- and basically seal them away
0: and I bet Jocelyn is super happy to have this on her ship, like super thrilled. We might be. You might be trying to experiment with them. We don't know. <laughs> How
4: about opening your canister. <laughs>
0: just, I'm just gonna take a drop. I I just stop need playing one drop. with your canister. <laughs> yeah.
1: So let's uh, go around and maybe do some final thoughts. So we'll go uh, around the opposite way, and we will start with uh, uh, Mackenzie.
2: Like what? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I do. I, I mean, like I don't know. I think that I think that this, I think that's gonna be cool. Up there's a we're a crew that's been together for a long time, and we're jumping into like an like a thing we're actively doing. As opposed to like, we have to all meet and learn to care about each other. Um, <laughs> it's kind of nice that we just kind of already care about each other, so we don't have to play all that kind of weird growing pains of like pe- random people across the universe coming together. Um, and so you, you all meet was... in a
3: space tavern.
2: <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited about that, and I think that that this will be a fun little party. I don't have another many other thoughts other than that.
1: All right, yeah. Um, how about for on Vivian?
2: I I
3: really am liking the ideas that we've got flowing so far.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 kind of really excited about um, factoring a lot of these backstories and personalities, uh, into, um, this upcoming arc and making it compelling for, for all of you, uh, to, to kind of propel forward. So this is, this is really exciting. How about for Harper?
4: I'm really actually excited for, it. I liked, uh, I liked those cards. Um, it really made me think and flesh out my character a lot more because I was a little lost on like how I became the Barai or something. And so, yeah. No,
1: I thought that was great. <laughs> it's it's difficult to kind of face the same kind of prompts and think of story behind them. And she's like, okay, well, this is my job. And they do this. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I I really enjoyed this process too. Uh, and uh, Calric for
0: Abra. I love this. Just like Mikey said, it's like we had all of these... Ideas of bonds, but this really helped flesh everything out and build a lot of lore around this as everyone else was talking. I literally built something into my inventory where I've made a small gun that shoots salt water because I am absolutely terrified of Akata and I will never be unprepared for them ever <laughs> again. So
3: a very reasonable fear.
0: And I think a precaution is necessary. And so hooray i have this in my inventory i need to build the weapon part of it because necessary i love this i'm super excited about it i love the idea of we have this one cult that's chasing us but sort of comedically we keep taking these jobs and we keep getting introduced to different cults that we have to do things with and escape from
1: yeah i can i can definitely make this a hook for um, what you all will face in in this first arc. Um, I, I will say that this first arc is going to take place in the same planetary area um, so you won't be venturing too far out into space after you've arrived where you where this arc takes place. There will be Many compelling reasons to stay, and maybe reasons why you have to stay. Let's go around and do uh, sign-offs, and we will start with Mackenzie.
2: I was muted. Hello. Uh, my name is Mackenzie. You can find me on Twitter at Mackenzie Wilkes. Uh, you can also find me on other podcasts such as Dungeons, Dice, and Everything Nice, or the podcast that I dungeon master for the love of my life, Rachel, called Dungeon Wives. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm at.
1: Nice. Thanks, Mackenzie. Uh, Vivian? I've been
3: Vivian, uh, and I am very excited to play uh, The On. You can find me at HaywireWingod uh, on Twitter, and anytime that I can get myself to stream on twitch.tv/slash HaywireWingod.
1: Nice. Thanks, Vivian. And Mikey. Hi, I'm Michael, and um,
4: you can find me at Saren Theory on Twitter and actually also on Instagram. I'm uh, trying to work on more of my art, and I'll start posting that on there. Nice.
0: Awesome.
1: Thanks, Saren. And Kelrick.
0: Hello, I'm Kelrick. I'm super excited to start playing Abra and getting to, into this really cool guy that I've created. I'm super, He's very exciting. And so you'll find me here. As the season starts, just getting into that. And then we'll be doing a very similar thing for our Human Era program, which I am the narrator for. And I do that alternating Sundays currently through the end of the year. We'll see what the schedule looks like. We'll put it up on Twitter and Twitch. And that's pretty much what I'm doing right now, other than working. Real life. (laughs) Other stuff.
1: Yeah. I can't wait for... The new year. This is going to be so exciting. My name again is Kenny. You can find me on Twitter at Punder Drone. Uh, When I am not in this seat uh, narrating, I am uh, a uh, player in Kelrick's Numenera game. And uh, you can find us there, like uh, he said, every other Sunday. Follow us at EQ Points to um, uh, learn more about our shows and uh, our schedules upcoming. Thank you again so much for joining us and uh, we will uh, catch you next time.
0: Bye. 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 Hi, we hope that you continue to enjoy what we produce and will follow us on Twitter at EQ points. Join us on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash experience points and drop us a chat. We'd love to hear from you. Rules light. Gay heavy.
1: Knees weak.
0: Mom's spaghetti.
1: Listen to us truly earn the explicit podcast tag on Roll Gay Roleplay.
0: Where we roll with sass and kick some ass.
1: Our dysfunctional party isn't afraid to get our hands
0: dirty. Feel free to interpret that however you want.
1: So violence is on your gay agenda.
0: Come join our campaign at Roll Gay Roleplay. And and may Beyoncé be with with you.